Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where you will receive practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. I'm your host, Lori King-Taylor. For more than 25 years, I've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join me each week for inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lead Me On. I'm so excited that you're here with us today as we talk about laughter in the workplace. Now, I know some of you will say, yeah, I don't really see where there's a place for laughter in our workplace. We have a very serious environment. I have a very stressful environment at work, and we don't want to bring laughter into that. Well, hang with me today as we talk about why it might be really important for you to consider bringing laughter and humor in general into your workplace. So we've all heard the saying that laughter is often the best medicine. And that's true, not just for our health, but also for our productivity at work. Laughter in the office can work wonders for employee morale, creating a very positive and engaging work environment. And one of the most significant benefits of laughter in the office is stress reduction. I don't know about you. Anybody experience stress in their work environment? Today or yesterday? (laughs) Our work environments are very stressful. And there are times that are more stressful than others. Thinking about a CPA during tax season. How stressful is that going to be? So we all have these times where there's a lot of stress. And what we want to do is use laughter to kind of reduce the stress in the workplace, but also to really increase the morale. So what happens is one of the benefits is that laughter reduces the release of endorphins, that those are the body's feel-good chemicals, which can reduce stress and improve your overall well-being. So what happens is laughter actually swaps the cortisol that's in our bloodstream with a highly sought-after chemicals in the brain, dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphins. Now, dopamine can enhance learning, motivation, and attention. Don't we want more learning, more motivation, and more attention? So oxytocin is considered our empathy hormone, and that's the bonding chemical. And when it enters the bloodstream, it creates feelings of relatedness. So we want our teams to be more bonded. We want to relate to each other more in the workplace. And by releasing that oxytocin, we're creating that environment within our systems. Now, endorphins trigger feelings of pleasure. And people can endure 15% more pain simply by laughing for a few minutes beforehand. So if you don't like getting shots or having needles or or giving blood, or you know something is going to be kind of painful, watch a funny video or get somehow get into a laughing mode and it's going to reduce the effects of the pain there. So other health benefits are it increases immune functions, 
stress relief, as we've already talked about. It improves cardiovascular health. It reduces anxiety. That gives you a sense of safety and it improves our mood. So who wouldn't want all of those benefits in the work environment, both for ourselves, but also leaders for your team and providing that environment where we can release those chemicals into the bloodstream, you're really helping your employees. So laughter is also what we call a reappraisal technique. It reduces the limbic response associated with that fight or flight that we've talked a lot about on this show. In other words, when we are feeling stressed, The physiological act of laughter can decrease your heart rate, uh, your blood pressure, and it relaxes that muscle tension. So just a moment of laughter allows us to think more clearly, more creatively, and raises that relatedness that we all want with our colleagues. So what are some statistics when it comes to humor in the workplace? One, leaders with a sense of humor are 27% more motivating. Teams are 15% more engaged. And you're twice as likely to solve creativity challenge when laughter has existed in the workplace. Now, the neat thing about laughter is it's what we call a contagion, which means it's very contagious. Being by yourself and watching something funny, you might get a little chuckle. Sometimes you can get a good belly laugh going, but you're actually 30 times more likely to laugh with other people than you are on your own. So if you bring this into the workplace, then as you are with other people and laughing starts, it will go right down the line. So having something in your meetings that creates funny, somebody will start laughing, which will make the next person laugh and the next person laugh and the next person laugh. Even if initially I didn't think whatever it was was funny, if the person beside me did and they start chuckling, I end up laughing and I'm not laughing at the initial thing. I end up laughing because it's contagious to the person beside me and I'm laughing with the person beside me. Because humor can be different for everyone, we're not sure what might make someone laugh, but someone on your team is going to laugh and that's going to create this chain reaction which can also make laughter a beautiful building tool. So when that employee shares a laugh, it really starts creating that sense of camaraderie and builds those stronger relationships. The saying is teams that laugh together often work more effectively together. Again, like I said, I'm laughing because the person beside me is laughing, not because I thought whatever was funny. And that kind of begins to bond us. The other thing is, is a good chuckle can really create some spark, some creativity. It really encourages a more relaxed environment. It helps people to become more open-minded, which makes it easier for employees to think outside the box and come up with innovative solutions to problems. And one thing I encourage you to do, especially if you're in this brainstorming mode, 
is allow people to say whatever uh, they want to. It can be the craziest of ideas. We're not going to downplay any ideas. If somebody comes up with, hey, I think we should put cat videos on our website, let it go at that time because that's going to start creating some energy and some creativity. People will start laughing at some of the ideas that are coming through, which again, helps you become more open-minded and you start thinking of other fun things. Now, some of these crazy things aren't going to be what moves your company forward, but there could be that one idea that comes from that. Yeah, maybe we can't do that, but that reminds me of something else. And maybe that is the big idea that you're looking for in a brainstorming session. Happier employees are also more productive. So when you're enjoying your work and you enjoy your colleagues, you tend to work harder and get more done. It really can create positive, very energetic atmosphere that's going to foster that productivity. It also helps people want to kind of stay and be there. If they're enjoying their work environment and they have built this camaraderie with their teammates, they kind of want to hang with them. They like these people. They enjoy being with these people. So your productivity is going to go up. Your creativity is going to go up. They may be more willing to stay longer, to work on issues because they just like being in that environment. Now, laughter is also a universal language that transcends all barriers. So it can be a very powerful communication tool in the office. We could speak different languages and start laughing and it doesn't matter. The person that speaks Mandarin sitting beside me that I don't understand a word that's coming out of their mouth because I don't speak Mandarin. If they start laughing about something, I'm going to start laughing. It really can break down those communication barriers and make it easier for employees to connect and to express themselves. It can help diffuse tense situations and it can promote open and honest dialogue in the office because people begin to feel trusting of each other when there is that laughter in the workplace because they're building that connection with people. And when we build that connection, we're going to be more open and honest. In stressful situations, laughter can go a long way in helping to lighten the mood and make some of those really difficult conversations a bit manageable. Let's talk a little bit about what we can do to bring more laughter into the office. I want you to hear too that when I'm talking about laughter, I'm not just talking about telling jokes. This isn't about who has the funniest jokes. I don't know about you. I am not a great joke teller. My jokes usually fall pretty flat. People might laugh just at the fact that I told a really stupid joke. So this isn't about who can tell the best jokes. So if you're not a great joke teller like me, don't worry. You can still bring laughter into the workplace. First, start with yourself. It's important that we don't take ourselves too seriously. Instead, try a little bit of self-deprecating humor. Be careful when you say this. You don't want that kind of self-deprecating that brings you down. But I'm talking about, okay, I have curly hair. For those of you who are watching the video part of this, you see my hair is wild today. It's all curly. And I could say something like the electricity sparking this morning when I was getting ready for work. 
Or maybe you're someone who tends to be a little clumsy and you say, oh, I'm so clumsy, I could trip over a flat surface. Or maybe you're having memory issues that particular day and you can say something funny about not being able to remember something. So I'm not talking about beating yourself up. I'm just talking about taking yourself lightly, being human and kind of making a little fun of a mistake that you've made or instead of being embarrassed by falling down the stairs, you make a funny comment about it. Or uh, like I said, with me and my curly hair today, I can make some comments about that. One study looked at how self-deprecating human functions at work. And it turns out that when both the leaders and the employees share self-deprecating humor, the employees respect their leaders more because it makes them human. Thinking about how can you as a leader be human to your people. Another example could be, I might say to my team, in fact, I have said to my team before, the next chance I have of a smoking hot body is my cremation. Everybody got a laugh out of that because I was, you know, we had been talking about exercise and we had been talking about getting back in shape and dieting and all this stuff. And I just kind of threw that out there and we all got a good chuckle about it. So what are some things that we can do at work? One is the self-deprecating humor is learning to take yourself less seriously, opening yourself up for some fun. Another would be to organize some team building activities that encourage laughter, such as group games, comedy workshops, even a weekly joke sharing session. But what are some things that you can do on occasion with your employees that will create this fun? Share funny videos, photos, funny quotes with your colleagues. And there is an unending amount of laugh out loud, funny internet content. I will warn you, make sure your content is PG. We don't want to use humor that is offensive. So you might appreciate humor with, you know, a lot of foul language in it. I personally do not and won't find it funny. So make sure that when you are showing videos or sharing funny stories, they do have more of that PG level on them. Sharing content that you do find funny with others can really help you bond with those coworkers again. I know my husband has a group of friends and they are always sharing things back and forth. They have a text chain together and they're always sharing things back and forth to make each other laugh. And it really does bond that group, whether it's through teams or something where you can share some of the funnies around. But again, make sure it's appropriate. Think about funny things that actually happen to you. So sharing about your life outside of work can help people get to know you better and to feel more connected to you. Have you ever had something that might have been mildly embarrassing that would be funny to share? And it's also, again, a great way to show that you don't take yourself too seriously. Engage in a fun game. So there are plenty of workplace games out there that can interject more laughter into your day. You can do this during staff meetings. You can take breaks, go 30 minutes and go do a cornhole tournament. Somebody I was listening to here recently talked about their office has a ping pong table. And every now and then they'll yell out round robin. And what happens is 
you run into the room and you're playing ping pong, but as soon as somebody's out, they're out. So they're out, they go back to the office and the next person comes in. So it's just this round robin of fun. And it usually gets you out of the office for about you know five minutes, unless you're really good at ping pong and you are the winner that stays to the end. So what are some fun things that you can do? Uh, you can come up with non-competitive games like Two Truths and a Lie, which is something I use a lot in my workshops just to kind of get people laughing and get them to learn a bit more about other people that they may not know. You could start a meeting on a fun note. The next meeting that you have, start with some kind of fun surprise. Maybe you bring your favorite childhood snacks or play a funny video before your presentation. And those are some things, even when you're remote, that you can do at the beginning of a remote meeting, because I think we are all have a little bit of Zoom and Teams fatigue. We're getting a little bit tired of being on the computer screen all day long. So bring some humor in. There's some great interactive, fun games that are Zoom-based that you can bring into that kind of environment that just kind of helps lighten the mood and, and gets people ready for your meeting. Again, and remember that humor is subjective and that's what's funny to one person may not be to the other. So be mindful, ensuring that the humor that you're using is inclusive and it's respectful. But again, even if I don't get the joke, I'm going to laugh because Fred beside me is laughing. So laughter is truly a powerful tool in our workplace. Like I said, it reduces that stress. It enhances that creativity. It improves your productivity and strengthens those team bonds. So don't forget to incorporate a bit of humor in your office culture. It can make all the difference in creating a happier and more productive work environment. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe or leave a review, share it with your colleagues. And remember, laughter goes a long way in making your office a better place to work. Until next time, keep laughing. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about upcoming events or working with me personally to transform the way you lead, visit my website at trinityperformancesolutions.com. Until next week.